Merry Christmas, listeners. This is episode five. This episode is everything Christmas. From the bottom of our heart, everyone at Under the Rocks wishes you a Merry Christmas. This episode is sponsored by Narrow Path Plumbing. For all your Dayton and Cincinnati plumbing needs, call 937-623-2619. On this episode, we have Josh, Eric, Sam, Ben, and here's your host, Tom. Welcome to Under the Rocks. This episode, we're going to talk about Christmas stories, Christmas piss your offers. <laughs> Christmas piss your offers? That's a word. That's a dictionary. <laughs> Welcome to our Christmas episode. Sam. Sup. Sup. When you have kids, what are you going to do about the Christmas elf? This elf on the shelf. Throw it at their eyes. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I really don't know what wow. I'm going to do with it. Do you even know what it is? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's cri- what you're supposed no. to do with the elf, Sam. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that actually you're defeats the purpose. You're going to scar the kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I, I won't do it. I won't do Christmas, Christmas elf thing. I, I think I, it's me stupid. And Leslie and I actually just talked outside in the car while we were on the way here, and she's mm-hmm. like, I don't think I want to do Santa when we have kids. And I said, no. Uh, and I'm, I'm on the same boat as Sam. I'm going to do I, Krampus. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, never mind. I'm I, not I, on the same boat as Sam. I I'm on an entirely different boat. <laughs> if you're bad, he'll kill you. <laughs> I always thought it's weird just teaching a kid about Santa because from a Christian's perspective, if I'm teaching him about Santa and this whole like fictional character and then it's real and then when he hits a certain age, I tell him it's completely fake. How do I relate to him that God and Jesus are a real thing, mm-hmm. even though he can't see them as well. Can we have Jesus I on the shelf? <laughs> <laughs> he sits on most people's shelves, actually, already. <laughs> so. That's true. That's but true. I wouldn't want to relocate him to a shelf. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Just move around the house. <laughs> Jesus on the coffee table. We'll, well, just, we'll just build a Jesus house. Well, what, It'll be a giant what, house. What if you try to make an yeah. elf on a shelf like Jesus, so like just put him everywhere, What? and it's like... <laughs> Elf not on a shelf, elf everywhere. He's watching you. Yeah, I really don't want to put Jesus off as the creepy stalker no, kid. Neither do I. Everywhere no, you look, right. there he you're is right. watching you. That might yeah. be better than Buddy Jesus, though. The guy in the sky? <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah. 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 Buddy yeah. Jesus needs to be everywhere. <laughs> I need to see that movie again. Seriously. Uh, so, mm-hmm. no, no Santa? No. No? No. no? no. No. Isaac's really difficult at six years old because he really believes in Santa. But we have tried in the past to be able to uh, to teach him how to just believe Santa as a thought and, and about the spirit of Christmas. Mm-hmm. But he's really attached to the fact that Santa is watching him on every bad move he makes. <laughs> he's like, does that mean I'm on the no-no list? <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> oh, so, so how many of you all then had Santa growing up? Was oh, Santa, I did. Oh, yeah. Had Santa? I, I did. So you all had Santa growing up. Kind and, of. And, and see, I was the opposite. I had it the other way. You didn't have Santa. I didn't have Santa. You didn't have the mysticism no. of it. Yeah. No. And I love watching kids that follow the Christmas spirit and get into, you know, mm-hmm. Santa. They want to go see him at the mall. You know, they believe in him. That's that's the only Santa they know, you know, even though there's another Santa at every other mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's fun, you know, they the the faces, the elf, you know, because the kids they they go out in the morning, they go look for a elf. They're like, "Where did he move to?" You know, and then Sometimes he's got one of their toys, their favorite toys, and they can't touch him. And they, you can see the frustration on their faces. You know, I cannot touch Elfie because if I touch Elfie, Santa's not going to go. See, now, I, obviously, you know, as a parent, you can adjust that. You know, like, oh, well, Elfie forgives you and that kind of fun stuff. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, it's fun. You know, the, the Christmas spirit. You know, you get into the season. See, I guess for me, the elf on the shelf aspect I would be okay with it if it wasn't for the fact of telling the kid that the elf is 
magical and real. Yeah. Like, I would be okay with them knowing that mom and dad are going to do something creative with the elf each night, and you cannot touch it, and, you know, make up this whole guideline rule around it ah. and reasoning. But the whole magical mysticism part... You're trying just, to throw too much rationalism You know what? It. I'm going to have to go with Ben on this. I'm not saying that I agree with it. What I am going to say is there's nothing like seeing the kid being drawn into that imagination of Santa and the elf. Because it, it, I mean, it was, I was, except that mm-hmm. I learned that Santa wasn't real at uh, eight years old. I mean, I learned it very early on, and Santa was not a part of Christmas, and it was kind of sad. But you guys know why so, they use it, right? Why? they For a deterrent for them to be good during the holidays. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, what would you put in its place then? What, what would you do? Just, just proper parenting. Did you guys know that <laughs> Santa Claus... <laughs> or uh, cameras all over the house. Did you know that Santa Claus wore green, blue, and yellow at some point? But it wasn't until the 1930s from the Coca-Cola commercials well, that thank you, he Coke. started red. Yeah. Thank you, Coke, yeah. because I would not want to see a Well, a when I was at church Sunday... Yeah. When yeah. I was at church Santa's Sunday... Santa's got gangrene. It showed it in a different light. They said he wore red because he was a bishop in the church. We watched a whole informational movie about Santa, Christ, Jesus, Christmas, everything that is Christmas, and that they showed us what happened, where he came from, and how he was a bishop in a church that threw coins into these houses for children that were poor, people that were poor. Well, that's not even accurate hmm. either. They, kids would fill up their shoes with food for his donkeys while he was riding through, and he would just leave small gifts for them. Well, I'm just telling you that's when I'm watching not, the video. That's not true either. What is true? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I'm just telling you when I watch on a video, okay? So. Okay, okay. All of it's fake. It's all lies. It is all It is all lies. It's Santa Claus. It's, it's a lie, hey, guys. Yeah. Saint Nick, okay? Saint Nick. Chris Kringle. That's actually not true, guys. <laughs> Where's the fact set? Where's the fact set? I, I guess. I, 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 just me personally, you know, because we didn't do Elf on a Shelf or all that kind of fun stuff. I mean, I don't know if you miss out or if you, it's a, a no loss, no gain type thing. But I feel that watching, you know, my niece and nephews, you know, as they like over the years have watched Santa Claus and Elf on the Shelf and all that kind of fun stuff. It's been fun. And I think, I, you know, I myself am going to do that same thing. You know, for my kid. Um, but I, I think the the reason, like, I don't care for it too much is because I think my parents or my, my family went overboard with it. Okay. Mm. My my dad would dress up as Santa Claus. Uh, did you know it was him? Oh, yeah. But I have a couple funny stories about that as well. <laughs> Tell us one of them. I think, right. yeah. So uh, one of them... Um, my stepmom was like, oh, I should dress up as Santa this year because everybody expects Dan and they... Um, they ho, ho, ho! <laughs> and so she, well, she, she was like, so they will might actually think that I'm the actual real Santa Claus because I'm not your dad's face. <laughs> and so she had the beard on and everything and I, ac- I walked out. I was maybe like seven years old, maybe five, somewhere in between there. I walked out of my room and saw her. I was like, hey, Bev, and just kept on walking. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I guess she kind of got a little frustrated about that. But it's funny. That is funny. Is that sexist to say that a woman cannot dress up as Santa Claus? They did on The Office. Yeah, they did on The Office. That was a great episode. <laughs> that, was. <laughs> that was so funny. And then Michael Scott turns Jesus. it inside out, turns into Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And he goes up to Toby and he's like, the Antichrist. Psst. 
<laughs> right on his head. So here's the reason the Santa Claus thing semi gets on my nerves. I like the idea of kids getting excited, and I agree with that. I went shopping a couple days ago for Christmas. People are just so rude. They get lost in the hustle and bustle of Christmas shopping and the gift giving and having to please everybody, being a people pleaser, that they forget what it's really about. You know, with uh, I, I, you're right. You go out nowadays and you go shopping, you head around the mall area or whatever, and it is busy. People are driving erratically. People are going through stores erratically. And well, I mean, I understand. I'm, you guys are the parents, so I mean, you look at us. We don't have a kid yet, but I, I, I like to understand what I would like to do when I become a parent. When I was younger, I, I used to be so involved in the gifts. I'd want these things. I'd want all these things. If I didn't get them, I would be sad. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't be thankful for all the things that they got me. They spent time and money on it. What? I'd be so unthankful for it. Well, I think you got to take some of that with a grain of salt. You can't beat yourself yeah. up for that because, you know, kids are, yeah. you know, one-track mind at the moment. Well, exactly. Yeah. I, I understand. But, you know, <laughs> as I get older and I, yeah. you know, I, I get on my own, I have this job and everything and all these things. I understand now. I start seeing everything that I used to be. I just want to do better. I want, And then i like, what do I want to do for my kids? You might go to the side of... Hey, you better listen or Santa's not coming. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I understand that. And it's just, you know, seeing you guys and how you, you, you do things. It's a smart thing because you get all these gifts at the end of the year and then you just expect it. And you, how do you do, how do you outdo yourself next year? How can you live up to what you did last year? You know what I mean? Yeah. When we go back to the whole idea of the, the parenting and being thankful and just, you know, what the spirit of it is, is again, like Tom said, it's not necessarily the gifts are a part of it, but it's the aspect of being thankful for that and sharing that um, with people and the gifts meaning something, not just mm -hmm. stuff. I know one of the things that's always frustrated me is, um, and, and this is something I'm going to have to deal with my family when I have children, because my mom and dad love to just, just give us a lot. You know, mm -hmm. and so we always have big Christmases. You know, for us, it's not as big anymore, but my nieces, it's like they just get tons of stuff every year. Mm -hmm. And there's a part of me that's like, oh, that's great. That's going to be easy. You know, when I have kids, it'll be, I won't have to buy them tons of stuff because they'll get all these toys for Christmas. <laughs> but then I'm like, but I don't want them to grow up with this mentality of, you know, just getting tons of stuff and expect that. And I think one of the things that I've, I've always really focused on with it is that it's, like you said, being thankful, but part of that is what the parents exhibit, the kids are going to mimic, right? Yeah. And so if they see us receiving all these gifts from my parents um, or us giving each other stuff and they see us being really thankful, then, you know, typically kids mimic and lead by example. Yeah. So that's that's my mentality with it when it comes to the gifts. And again, I don't know how I'm going to play Santa into all of it because I don't want Santa to be like this big mythological figure that they believe in. But I also don't want to completely negate it. And that's that's a battle I can't figure out in my head. So the other thing I wanted to talk about for our Christmas listeners is Christmas lists. I grew up with the element of surprise. And I got whatever I got, pretty much. Not, not saying that I didn't sit on Sam's lap and I didn't tell him what I wanted. And then my parents said, hey, what'd you tell Santa you wanted? And I said, I wanted a truck. And I got a truck, you know. It was more about the surprise. And there was a lot of, a lot of things that I was happy to get. And it was just about the anticipation about um, the Christmas presents. I know that, Eric, as of late, you guys do Christmas lists. Uh, we always have. Yeah, my whole family is all about lists. Um, I think my brother was sending emails in the beginning of November and like pushing everyone to get Christmas lists out. And I have mixed feelings with it because I'm not a gifts person. Like it doesn't, it's not something that really speaks love to me at all. Mm -hmm. I like stuff, don't get me wrong, but it's not like somebody gives me a gift and I'm like, oh wow, you know, and it's this huge emotional thing for me. It's more just like, oh, cool, thanks, you mm -hmm. know? And so 
the lists, it doesn't bother me because then I get what I want. But at the same time, I've always admired your family in that because I've seen the presents you give your parents and the presents they give you. And there's a lot of thought behind them. Mm -hmm. And I don't have that ability. Like Mm -hmm. I sit here stressing out crazy amounts over what to get somebody because I'm like, there's nothing left on their list. I don't want to give them a gift card. And I'm not creative with gift giving. But I never grew up with that because when I grew up, we had lists. And for my parents, my mom and dad would just buy something and then we'd give them money to basically have, ooh, we got this for dad, even though my mom went and bought it, you know? Mm -hmm. All right. So I'll give you some practice. I won't give you a list, but I'll wait on the gift. (laughs) (laughs) On my lists this year was literally a Word document with links to the exact things. What do you buy for somebody that already has everything? That's what we run into with my parents. Yeah. My mom and dad, if they they think or need something, they buy it. Uh And anything they can't get there's no way us as their kids are going to afford it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So my parents, same way. Eric or uh, Josh, do you do lists? I don't remember me doing lists. My parents are always like, what do you want? And I was like, well, I want this. I want this game. I want this. And my dad would be like, what do you want? I said, I want this game. He's like, try again. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, like, you know, it's funny because. Santa doesn't make that gift. No. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like not this time, buddy. <laughs> he was, he's always like, he's like more, more realistic here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I used to hate getting clothes for Christmas, but now I'm like, just give me clothes. Like I told my dad this year, I nope. want, I want glasses for Christmas. Nope. I do not like clothes. I've been gaining weight for like six years now. So ever since I've been with Courtney, I got happy. <laughs> I got married, you know, and I just started getting bigger. And every time I get clothes, they're either too small or too big. So yeah. it, it hurts my feelings either way. So well, see, they can be hoodies, though. One of my favorite Christmas presents ever. Actually, no, I'm sorry. It was a birthday present. They mm-hmm. blend together because my birthday and Christmas are so mm-hmm. close together. But my mom just took me shopping and we just went around for like three hours, spent, you know, the afternoon together and picked out some outfits and i was like that was afternoon fun. equals three hours for eric afternoon mm. for me is like the whole evening <laughs> i hate shopping so mm. i can't do it very long yeah, yeah, yeah. my brother though he has these like gigantic long lists of things he wants <laughs> like two years ago he wanted this blu-ray player in his room and led lights are behind the blu-ray player but that's so that's what he got and then dad gives him all these gift cards it's pretty funny and then he's like, whenever he comes out to Ohio with me, he's like, Josh, I want to go somewhere. I have gift cards. I'm like, Michael, save them when you can go back home to Missouri when you're not with me. But like for me, for example, I don't get a lot of presents like they do because I don't want a lot. I don't I don't care anymore because, like I said, I can buy anything I want. And I do understand the thing about surprises. I do. The anticipation is everything. It's like sex, okay? <laughs> if you knew you were getting sex that night, it was kind of shot. But having the thought of maybe having sex that night is even better. <laughs> Good analogy. Okay. It is a good analogy. Okay. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> you gotta make more. I mean, you gotta be better with an analogy that we I can understand, man. Se- sex is great no matter yeah, what. You gotta think from <laughs> Josh's. <laughs> but from Josh's perspective, he's anticipating that honeymoon someday, and that's gonna be amazing, right? Even though it's anticipated. Yeah. So. Not a perfect. We love you, Josh. <laughs> Going to eat something, you know, it's being surprised. Being surprised with a meal that you didn't expect. <laughs> if you're surprised that, after that, you that order your food, that's sexual. not good. Yes, I know. As soon as I looked at you, you were smiling. The door. So Leslie's family does a list. Okay. And uh, um, and I love it. I absolutely love it. They'll like give us a bunch of magazines to write our stuff down. Look through it. Really. And uh, and yeah. So I went to my mom's house uh, to put some wood in her fireplace and to start it. Um, 
and uh, she had a bunch of magazines and i'm like oh maybe i should make a list here give it to mom just like leslie's family does because it, it's kind of nice uh-huh. and uh, and you you don't know what her family's going to get you you give them a crap ton of ideas and then they'll just pick one or two out of them or whatever and so i i set a cabela's uh, magazine to the side at my mom's house and out of nowhere leslie grabs it throws it into the fire to start the fire <laughs> <laughs> and i was like leslie i set this to the side and she, she's like i didn't know why didn't you tell me i said it was away from these papers yeah, it was these the easiest papers to grab over here that should tell you something for the Sam. fire no more lists for your mom <laughs> yeah no, so, no I, I ended up not even making a list for moms i just told her i would like this this and took a couple pictures of like star wars shirts yeah uh, my my dad's house uh, side of the family actually does a uh, pretty cool stuff we'll ask them for a couple things and then they'll give like a hundred of our own money for our christmas mm-hmm. uh to somebody that needs it okay and that they'll have a list or like a whole story of what this what our money did to change this person's life well that's cool yeah, yeah. that's one of the traditions i want to do is that you have a christmas budget and a portion of it goes to some f- charity mm-hmm. or some family or something like that in need like ben was talking about earlier taking care of those people that can't have you know the need the want and the book mm-hmm. and you help out those other families and that's and then you give the child sees that as like oh this you know some of some of our christmas money went to help this family you know and you got that story with it and i love that idea yeah yeah i've always loved that my, my for me that. you know the anticipation comes in so you guys know i was adopted right mm-hmm. and what yeah, well, I wasn't adopted until I was five or six. So Christmas for me in the foster care was like getting a football and like a toy helicopter. And which was, you know, at that age, I was like, wow, this is the greatest thing in the world. My first um, Christmas with my parents, though, it was like the Santa's toy shop in the house. It was decked out with a bunch of toys. I think that's where I get my anticipation and the, the, the excitement from because didn't I had no clue. Mm-hmm. Because when I came downstairs, I walked past it, looked at it all, and went to the kitchen for some cereal. <laughs> <laughs> like it just didn't register to me that it was mine. So, hmm. so I do want to end the show on a sappy, feel-good Christmas story. Who's got one for me? For my dad to make this Santa Claus thing even more believable, um, he tried to put in snow tracks with his boots all the way across like the house and going to the presents and then back outside or through really? the chimney or something okay. like that. Um, and being me, being a weird kid, I, the first thing I do is uh, get close to the floor and, and lick the footprint. <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't know why i i licked it and uh and i figured out that it was just a powdered laundry soap <laughs> so, how is this a sappy christmas story well thanks for listening to our christmas episode listen in next week as we talk about the worst resolutions for our 2018 year be sure to check us out on UnderTheRocks.com, UnderTheRocksShow at Gmail for all your suggestions and support. And please check out our Facebook page, Under the Rock Show. Also, we have a Twitter. I don't know if we really use it. No. But uh, be sure to check up and stay up to date on our latest episodes on iTunes. Bye. 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 I just have to say I don't like that ending. <laughs> <laughs>